Welcome to Locala Podcast. This is episode 45. Sometimes we don't realize, you know, opportunities not always come knocking on your door. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to open and walk out the door and go look for them. Right. Um, I was always being very um, intimidated. I guess maybe it's a culture thing. Used to always working under somebody mm-hmm. and thinking as of baking and any other businesses that you kind of want to do on your own. Like, yeah, nah, because we kind of grow we're brought up with that mentality that we always work on the show, nothing wrong with that. Right. But if you do have a dream that you want to chase and you have the support, and even if you don't, if you want to give it a try, um, my husband always tells me, what's the worst thing that can happen? You just go find yourself another job and yeah. you won't have a trouble with that. Welcome to Locala Podcast, everybody. I'm Lisa Anderson, your host and publisher of Locala Magazine. Before we hop over to our guest on the couch today, go ahead and smash that like button and download the podcast, do whatever it takes to help spread the word, share us out, all that good, wonderful stuff. And today we are talking more food and we have a wonderful macaron expert here today. And her name is Gina O. And I'm saying O for her last name because it is a beautiful last name that I would completely butcher. So I'm going to let her say it. Um, So welcome, Gina. Hi. Good to be here. Thank you for having me here. Yes. And would you like to introduce your last name for us? Yes. The last name is Orejuela. Yeah. See, that is beautiful. (laughs) And I would have just stumbled right over with my my Irish Norwegian tongue there. (laughs) Yeah. It takes a few practices. Yes. (laughs) So, well, I'm so excited that you are here. Tell us about your business, which is called Color Sugar. Yes, it is Color Sugar. I actually... um, find my niche or specialize on French method uh, macaroons. Um, They're just a very versatile little cookie with a punch of flavor. Um, Just so people that don't know what a macaroon is, it's actually just a base of almond flour, um, egg whites, uh, granulated sugar, and powdered sugar. Oh, Um, that's it? That's it. Wow. (laughs) It's it's a little moody. I always uh, refer to macaroons. They're a lot like us women or females. Yeah. Um, very moody, <laughs> depending on the day, depending on the temperature of your kitchen. Yeah. They actually decide to rise and be beautiful or they just decide and oh. just kind of not nah, nah work with you. Yeah. So I, I hope nobody takes any offense of it or any females out there. But that's kind of how I relate them. But they're, you can be very versatile in colors, flavors. And nowadays, a lot of people are actually... Oh, that we bake macarons, we're going out there where we're making, getting even more creative with decorations and even the shapes of the macarons. So, oh, wow. and you can do the fillings with um, chocolate, frostings, fruity flavors. So yeah. very, it's, it's I, I got, ex- you know, it, it excites me. Yeah. So I started baking a lot of, if years ago, a lot of different things, but that's where I found my, where yeah. I'm actually good at it. I enjoy yeah. doing, yes. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. You know, when you tell me the list of ingredients, like, mm-hmm. The way people always talked about them being so finicky, I always thought it must have much more ingredient Mm-mm. than that. And I never even, I'm I'm a terrible baker. I can cook, <laughs> but I cannot bake. I burn everything I try on the baking spectrum. So how did you kind of get into the baking stuff? Ooh, it was actually um, not even planned. It was very unexpected. It was back on, I want to say 2015, around there, mm-hmm. uh, 16. Um, I got very sick. So I was able, I had to be taken out of work. I couldn't work for a few years. And I've been working since I was 15 years old. Yeah. So for me to be in a lot of respect for the stay-at-home moms, I couldn't see myself being home all the time. Mm-hmm. My sister actually I was a 
new mother, and she found passion for baking to do something with her boy at home. So she says, why don't you try baking? Never yeah. done it before, so I couldn't say this was introduced by my mom, grandma, never, nothing like that. Okay. So that's how she got me into it. So I started learning a few things, like doing the little cakes, the cookies, the K-pops, the little things that people kind of do, and the macarons. And my sister kind of taught me that through um, video chat. She yeah. lives up in New York. I live down here in Ocala. Oh, so wow. it was very nice. Uh, you know, afternoon, she'll have her wine and have my, my beer, and we'll bake together at a distance, video chat, and she taught me how to do it. Yeah. Um, I started doing that, and as I kind of got introduced to it, you know, for I did it for friends, you know, when you do get-togethers, and people pass the word. And then I said, mm -hmm. well, maybe it's a possibility. I had a, kind of a lot of support locally back then yeah. from other vendors here, and I did it kind of like kind of professionally for a few years. Mm -hmm. But then after... A few years, I went back to the work industry little by little. I kind yeah. of pushed it away. And then now I'm back full time for over, I want to say almost two years now okay. doing it again. So I kind of kept it on the back burner, just little side things. Yeah. And, but now I'm back on it full time. I really enjoy it. And, but I only came back with my macarons because that's really my niche. I do come out. I know amazing bakers in town. And they're actually very good at the cakes, K-pops, and stuff like that. Yeah. One thing that I get a lot is like, that's one thing I... You know, it's hard for me to make. And I said, you know what? Maybe I should stick to this. And, yeah. And well, and if it. it's something that you enjoy. Yes. And it still sounds like it gives you a lot of variety so oh, that yes. you don't get bored mm -hmm. doing that. Yeah. Um, I could, it allows me to get creative. Yeah. But it's still I, it's something that I enjoy. It doesn't stress me out. If anything, I think that's kind of like uh, you know, how people find something to do to, as a hobby or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, more as a business for me, I also see it as a hobby, as a way out of a Busy day, crazy week, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and I um, enjoyed looking through your uh, Instagram page. <laughs> it's very colorful, and it just sounds, it seems like you have found a very good niche yes, for yourself. Definitely. <laughs> and I have to give credits to my sister pushing me into it. Not only that, she actually was the one that was able to get me my logo, too. So, oh, very And cool. I stick to that, and I I, I love that. I, it's yeah. colorful, catchy. Yes, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Especially that the macaron is very sugary. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of sugar. It's a sugar overdose, I usually call it. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, let's go ahead and dive into more of your background, because you were saying that you didn't have that experience no. cooking or baking. So, no. where... Where did you grow up? What was your what was your home life? Well, like? um, originally from um, Colombia, Medellin. Okay. It's a nice city down South America. Uh, my parents brought us up here to New York when I was 14 years old. Okay. I want to say that was back in, but yeah, yeah, many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. 14, that's a tender age to be making such yeah. a big jump. Well, yes. Well, we moved uh, here. My, par my Our parents brought us here. It's just my sister and I. Okay. And we lived there about nine years. And okay. then it, we kind of got separate ways. My parents moved down to West Palm. Uh, my sister stayed and still is up in New York, and I moved here. To, I originally was going to move down to West Palm, mm -hmm. but because of my son's condition, uh, we actually ended up moving to Ocala, being closer to Chance. Okay. So kind of things work out not planned. Um, it was just kind of making those decisions and kind of things kind of fit into place. So, yeah, yeah. And that's how I ended up here in Ocala. I've been here, I got over 20 years or maybe about 20 oh, years. wow. Love this, seeing it grown. Yeah. It's kind of bittersweet to see how it's growing because it's exciting, but it's like, oh my God. Maybe it was, it's growing a little too much. But, yeah, it was but it's much enjoy. smaller, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 20 years ago, yes, yeah. Yes, definitely. But uh, that's kind of in a nutshell, that's how it is. We were brought okay. up here and we ended up here. No... Um, Parents, very hard workers. Um, they actually retired very early in, in their age, mm -hmm. and uh, they moved back home in Colombia. Okay. So, um, and, 
you know, they're kind of like, they work hard. And even though there was no background on the baking at home, my mom always made sure she was at home by the time we were back from school mm. to have just the regular home meals, Yeah, you know, at home. That was, that was very precious to her to be there and not just have her kids, you know, her daughters just sitting at home or not knowing what they were doing while she was working right. late. Right. So that was a priority to her. And that's kind of like what we learned as far as, being in the kitchen. And I honestly, like you said earlier, I'm not much of a cook. You know, I really yeah. don't enjoy it. Well, I enjoy it, I can say. But I'm not like the moms that come in and they make nice meals. I will right. make them. But if you tell me make macarons, No problem. You're there. <laughs> Let's bring it out. Yes. <laughs> so, so do you make like every... macaron cakes for our special things type of stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because um, with my friends, usually when we do get-togethers, that's the first thing they say. You know, usually as a Latino, when we get together, you usually say, what can I bring? What mm-hmm. can I help with? Mm-hmm. And usually you say, well... Can you bring some desserts? Can yeah. you bring some macarons? So I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. usually my go-to. Unless I'm running late, then I'll grab something on the store. But if I can whip them up real quick in the afternoon or something like that, and it has come to that where, you know, people can take hours and hours making macarons, I can throw a batch in a matter of hours. So it's it's like, okay, yeah. just, let's yep. get it out. Done. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, it's, I have to say, for me, it's when you bring them to people and they actually get to taste them yeah. and you see that reaction, especially on people that, and it goes very different ways. Some people that has never had them and they're like, oh my God, they're delicious. I think macarons in itself is a delicious uh, dessert. And then, um, oh, when they had them before and they said, like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, yeah. So it's, it's, it's very rewarding. I like to say it's easy to make people smile and even if it's just a little macaron with a pinch of sugar. That's right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, perfect. Well, what do you remember about the transition for yourself from Columbia to New York? God, it was hard. You know, yeah. the language first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did you speak any English? No, when you, not at no? all. Not yeah. at all. I was about 14 years old, soon to be 15, and I have no language. And we went directly to, I remember when I got here, I was going into middle school. Okay. So um, when we used to get home, it was actually literally... We have a dictionary, and my sister and I, we used to translate from English to Spanish to figure out what the homework is, what the lesson was. So it was long hours of homework at home. And then once we did the homework in Spanish, translated into English. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I never forget, um, within, you know, here they do um, ESL classes when you're from another country. And it was funny because many of our kids there were from different countries. So we all speak our own language, but nobody spoke English. Oh, my goodness. So many times you'll have to communicate with drawings. So it was kind of fun as we were trying to draw and figure out what each other were trying to say, made very good friends like that. And then, you know, as we started kind of learning the English, Mm -hmm. uh, it was exciting because we were like, oh, my God, I said it. But (laughs) it was was tiring. We used to cry. I'm not going to deny it. I used to say, Mom, just send them back. You know, we'll we'll go stay with Grandma and Grandpa. We'll find down there. But my parents were persistent, and I'm glad they did, you know, because of them. We have the opportunity, and my kids have the opportunity to live and be in this country. So, yeah, Yeah. it was hard at the beginning. I used to cry a lot of tears. A lot of moments I was like, oh, my God. But once you get, like everything else, you get a habit of you get the language and you make friends and you make yeah. a routine, it, it gets easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, like you said, you were 14. So that's, I mean, that's a very, you know, stressful age anyway. Yes. And then to make that big of a of a change where you're coming to an and entirely different. Shock. Yes, yes. I was just going to say that that culture shock and, um, you know, the language barrier. And I mean, that that must have been really yeah, difficult. Did you live in a neighborhood where there was a lot of Spanish speaking? No, not at all. It no. was actually a lot of Italians in that neighborhood. Okay. And, you know, 
Americans, and it, I was just going to say, we come from a culture that we used to, like, when you get home from school, mm-hmm. you out in your neighbor's nose, and everybody's out in the street. Yeah. The kids playing, the neighbors going up and down. Here, you come to a neighborhood that you rarely see somebody outside. You only walk yeah. with your dog, don't go into the car. So it, that one part was also very hard, like being yeah. used to just going out, calling out to your friends, and or mm-hmm. seeing the neighbors screaming at the other. It's very loud out there. Yeah. Here, it's very nice and quiet. Yeah. So that part was also very hard. Yeah. Yes. So now that you've been living in that quiet zone for so many years, do you prefer the quiet zone, or do you still miss the loud? I like the quietness, especially yeah. here in Ocala, and that's what I mean about bittersweet. Uh, being moved here about 20 years ago, it was very nice and quiet. And same thing happened moving mm-hmm. from New York here. You know, coming from here in New York, the sirens and stuff, like sure. that you know it, it was louder than it is here now yeah. and it was like and then you move here and you all you hear is rivets <laughs> and it's like oh my god like what is this and I yeah. used to tell my husband where did you bring me at <laughs> it's like, and I used to cry now lie for the first yeah. month uh, but um, once I got into my routine again I started mm-hmm. making friends started working having my routine with my kids so it just kind of grew on me and uh, yeah. I have to say I really enjoy the peace and quiet of Kala that's why I say it's bittersweet because sometimes it's like Oh my God! Like people stop coming. <laughs> it's too much now. <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's good that it's growing. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I'm yeah. excited that Ocala is in. It's good to see the direction it's going. But it's like it's bittersweet. It's like okay, a little too much. Slow it down a little. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still, you know, enjoy the quietness, the open roads. It's it's nice. I don't mind going up to when I visit my sister up in New York. The little. Yeah loudness and even down there I actually just came back about uh, I want to say three weeks ago from Colombia visiting my parents and mm. it's loud it's but and I enjoy yeah. it don't get me wrong but it's like when I come back it's like oh yeah, you can just kind of <laughs> decompress a little bit. Yes, yeah. Yes. And I and I think that's why we're I feel that we are creatures of getting used to our environments. And I if I have to go back to any other city or any other place that is loud again, I'm sure I'll get used to it. But yeah. just like everything else, it will be hard at the beginning. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, you mentioned um your son's condition. Do you mind chatting about that at oh, all? Oh, well, my son, my oldest one, he is twenty one. Okay. And uh he was born with a... Um, uh, heart condition that is what they usually call a heart murmur. So okay. um, usually they grow and it co- you know kind of closes on its own. Sure. Uh, he's never did. So about when he was three years old, we came uh, before he was three. We came to visit my parents in West Palm, mm-hmm. and he had a case where we had they ended up going to the ER, and they talked about us about chance. Okay. So we didn't think about it, and yeah. we just went back from vacation home in New York, and then. We pack up things. Two weeks later, we were down here. Oh, wow. That yes. was quick. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're, I, I, I think sometimes it's hard to make those decisions when you think about Well, everybody's mm-hmm. different. Don't get me wrong. But when you think about it too much, then you start thinking of the pros and the cons. Yeah. And he's a pro- our priority. My kids are still our priority. So yeah. we just jump and pack it up. Actually, let me rephrase. So my husband packed me and my son in an airplane to oh. my parents. <laughs> and he dropped the moving truck with his dad and I believe his brother, if I remember correctly, yeah. down here and got us down here set up. So oh, and wow. ever since we've been here. Wow. Yeah. And how many kids do you have? I have two boys. Oh. I have my oldest twenty one and my youngest uh eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Well you're actually about to never be... caught myself soon. He just turned nineteen. Just turn... okay. <laughs> Before you... he tells me mom <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I have Jason, 21, Sergio, 19. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you about to be an empty nester or are they staying home with you oh, for a while? Oh, no. I don't think. Uh, I think they'll be 30 before they leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> they get it too good at home. Yeah. <laughs> I sp- well, we spoiled them a little. No, um, they are actually my oldest one. Jason is um, 
doing as actually almost finishing up his second year year here in CF. Okay. And then uh, his uh, my the, his goal is to be transferred to UFC to sure. finish up the other two years because the CF offers that program here. Okay. And then my youngest one, um, Sergio, he wants to be a diesel mechanic. Oh, so nice. um, he's actually just recently started working with uh, one of those um, mechanic places okay. to get hands on. Yeah. And uh, we actually venturing if. Anybody knows yeah. of about a, a diesel um, a school, technical school. Oh, cool. They don't do it here. Okay. We are actually this week going uh, to, um, I believe it's Lake Tex, uh, in Lake County. I, sure. I heard that they offered that program. And then Santa Fe in Gainesville. So we okay. trying to make sure that that's why he really wants to go. And then yeah. he'll be my little mechanic at home. <laughs> <laughs> but they're focusing on school, yeah. getting them prepared. Um, as a Latino, honestly, um, especially with my parents and even my in-laws, when you come to this country as an immigrant, you struggle a lot. Yeah. Um, my uh, parents, my dad did the investment mm-hmm. to bring us up, you know, with the residents. My mom was able to jump to work and stuff like that. Um, so that allowed them to work, but it was a lot of what we're known to be doing, a lot of the uh, housekeeping, a lot yeah. of the painter jobs, nothing wrong with that. My, my my parents were able to retire at such an early age because of how hard they work here. Right. And, um Giving us the opportunity to be here, and I have to say, as a teenager, I didn't actually appreciate it. Maybe yeah. I want to say, or took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a better word, because I actually graduated from high school with a scholarship, and oh, I only wow. did about a year and a half in college, and I just kind of like, this is not for me. Yeah. Uh, as a parent now, it's like, oh my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but then you know, I work my th- myself through it. Uh, whenever I look at my resume, I say, well, I might not have a lot of studies but I've done a lot of jobs so yeah. I'm very versatile of different things and now as an owner you know that's what yeah. kind of pushed me to say hey you know and my family say you doing it for many years for the people well why don't you go on your own and try something new yeah the kids are grown makes it a lot easier my respect for a lot of mothers out there that actually run their business and have little mm-hmm. kids and um but yeah it's that thing of supporting my kids that I don't want them to struggle like my parents have to or his my in-laws, and not as much as my husband and I have to struggle, even though we have a good life compared to our parents. Yeah. And I want my kids to have, you know, that's, and I think that's better. the goal of every parent, especially as an immigrant, is yeah. that that family kind of goes even better and better and better. Yeah, each generation yes. gets a little bit. So we don't, and we're not about, hey, go get a job, get out of here. No, it's like you... You're here. You're welcome to have it as long as you respect the house. There are rules, though. Yeah. You respect the house. You respect, (laughs) you know, you still, you know, on that roof, our rules. That's a very Latino thing. Yes. (laughs) And then, uh, but, uh, you know, follow your dreams. Like, you know, do something for your life. And then once you have a plan and you have settled and you're ready to fly, go. Yes. Fly. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the initial um, reason that your parents decided to come? From Colombia to New York. Like many immigrants, a better future. Yeah. Looking for um, doing something better for themselves and for the girls. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we talk about it. I've actually just recently with them when being down there with my parents. It's like, you know, when we sit and think about it, how would life would have been if we would be down there still? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure we, you know, and like many people down there, we make it because, you know, we see people make it out there, but it's harder. It's a lot of work. work, It's a lot of struggles in, in, you know, it has a lot of challenges and I'm not saying here it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, And it's different. Uh, Here we're used to just, you know, many times work and work and work. There, um, 
it's a lot of holidays, actually. Okay. So people don't get the income. The paychecks are smaller. And it was funny. I, I share a funny fact about my country that I learned when I was down there recently. is that Colombia is the country with most holidays really? in the world. Oh, wow. Yes, I think it's 18 or 19. Wow. Holidays in the year. <laughs> so at least two Mondays of the month, yeah. you have a three-day weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I said, I wonder why we struggle down there. But yeah. no, it, it, it's hard. It's challenging. And that's the main reason why they did it. They wanted to give us a, di- a different opportunity. And that's why a lot of people come here yeah. uh, for that opportunity. My dad had the opportunity. He was already here um, working um, as a resident. So he was able to do the U.S. citizenship. And mm-hmm. then he was able to get us out here. It was a few years of going back and forth. Uh, my parents actually, for I guess I can remember for many years, my dad was nine months out of the year of this country mm-hmm. and then three months out of the year down there with us until okay. we were able to come here with him. Oh, wow. So it was it was nine months out of the year that it was just the three of us, my sister, my mom, and I in South America. And sometimes when, you know, people know it's three women by themselves, you have to mm-hmm. learn how to fight by yourself yeah. <laughs> as a female. So, but we had it. I, I can't say it, that it was very traumatizing. No, we had, it was a very decent neighborhood. Okay. We all kind of know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids, we all know each other. Parents knew the kids. And it might sound bad, but even the, what it is considered the uh, bad people of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever, the, you know, when people want to call them, they will take care of the kids in the neighborhood. So it was kind of like, you know, they're not good people, but everybody kind of knew in the, the, each other's and they would yeah. protect each other. And I always recall whenever we were playing out in the streets and there was going to be something like a conflict between neighborhoods about mm-hmm. among the, uh, you know, drug dealers or whatever, they will say, they will come down the street and say, kids, you better get in the house. Okay. So it was kind of like, they, you know, it yeah. was, it's bad times, but they will protect your yeah. neighborhoods. Yeah, and your community will, don't, yes. don't get involved. <laughs> yeah, just get in the house. Yeah. You can say, kids, okay, time. So it was, you know, those th- things like that. But, um, and I think that's what makes it hard. And I, I do consider myself, being uh, lucky or blessed uh, that I had the opportunity to grow where I grew in Colombia mm-hmm. for the 14 years and then um, where I'm where the opportunity my parents gave it to be here because yeah. uh, I know for a fact a lot of people has it way harder yeah. not only there in any other countries that are you know way way harder so yeah. I, you know I, I'm not even going to go like oh my god I had it bad no it was you know it has its challenges but definitely not compared to how some people get it yes. right, right. Yeah. yeah but that was the, what they were looking for a better opportunity for us giving us an opportunity to make do better for ourselves yeah and now they're back in Colombia for over 10 years now they oh, love wow. it yeah it was a culture shock getting back to I Alaska bet. Down there I bet them. <laughs> but I have to say they love it they enjoy it is when I went to when I go see them, it's it makes me happy to see that they're happy. I would love uh-huh. to have them closer, but they're happy. So yeah, I was and, just gonna ask. It's got to be hard though with having them so far away yes. again. Yeah, but I have to say, living in Florida makes it a lot easier because plane tickets they're not super cheap, but you can find very good deals. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit easier shadow. Yes, right? yeah. yes. Well, yes. I always think of my sister in New York. For her, it's always challenging with pricing, so it's yeah. it's nice. And so, yeah, it's just good to see them happy. They are at ease knowing that we are mm-hmm. independent, taking care of our families. We yeah. have good husbands. So that also makes them at ease that they yeah. can be out there and be them. Perfect. Enjoy retirement. <laughs>
<laughs> well, wonderful. Well, we're almost to the end awesome. of the show already. See, that wasn't so hard. Right? No, I thought it was oof. I made it. Went through just fine. Oh, oh no, girl. <laughs> we might have to throw some blurper reels up for my misgivings here no, on no. problems and on the introduction that I you had. Were just but... trying to make me feel comfortable. That's right. I was just I was doing it for you, all Thank for you. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but is there anything that you um, kind of wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you about? Um, not, you know, I think we kind of cover as far as my background, yeah. uh, my baking, how I got into it, not traditionally. <laughs> yeah. And um, just uh, maybe just maybe uh, letting everybody know, take advantage of the opportunities you yeah. have out there. Sometimes we don't realize, you know, opportunities not always come knocking on your door. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to open and walk out the door and go look for them. Right. Um, I was always being very um, intimidated. I guess maybe it's a culture thing. Used to always working under somebody mm-hmm. and thinking as of baking and any other businesses that you kind of want to do on your own. Like, yeah, nah, because we kind of grow, we're brought up with that mentality that we always work on the show and nothing wrong with that. Right. But if you do have a dream that you want to chase and you have the support, and even if you don't, if you want to give it a try, um, my husband always tells me, what's the worst thing that can happen? You just go find yourself another job and yeah. you won't have a trouble with that. So uh, maybe it's just that, you know, sometimes we're very afraid of taking steps. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're not confident enough. And, uh, and then you realize that, you know what, it's out there. And uh, sometimes I'm like a macaroon, I look at it as like, it's just a macaroon. <laughs> but sometimes when I, you know, I bring it and people get excited and I get my orders and people enjoy it's like, well, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, people enjoy yes. it. It makes a difference in your day. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know, maybe just that. It could be just something as simple as making macarons, but it could be something as big. So you know, yeah. just get out there, do it, give Absolutely. it a try. Give it a try. You <laughs> yes. never know. Oh, you yeah. Know? <laughs> you only live once. They always say, oh, even if you live twice, come on. <laughs> right, right, right. And I always think um, we had, uh, when I was sick back in 10 years ago, and I think that's why we're so close in my house as well, is when I got very sick, we had the experience of kind of kids kind of thinking life without me, even my husband or me mm-hmm. thinking of like, oh, my God, what if I was not there? I have to say, when my oldest one turned 18, it was like, oh, my God, like, I cried that day because yeah. I could have not possibly seen him grown. Mm-hmm. And so let's not take it for granted. Let's have fun and make good memories and make, you know, follow those dreams. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I have to say, I was one of those very afraid, just like even being nervous sitting here. It's like, what yeah. if, the what if, what if? No, it's like just coming today here, I was... Like, wow, I never thought I'll be signing up for something like this. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's 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 taking that step, you know. You want the opportunity to come knocking on your door, but sometimes you just got to open the door yes. and go look for it. That's right. Sometimes yeah. you have to find the door. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. Yep. Perfect. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank and you. how can people find you? Like, I know we. I'll link your Instagram yes. for sure. But... I only have my Instagram for now, okay. which is the uh, color-sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a Facebook with my personal, but I am getting ready to set up my business as well in Facebook, so okay. I'll make sure I'll share that 
on my Instagram. So yeah. I only have that for now, my okay. Instagram. Yes. And they can do orders through your Instagram Oh, yeah, and stuff. my Instagram, yeah. of course. My phone number is on my Instagram as well. Okay. I have an email as well. I'll okay. make sure I'll share all okay. of that. Do you ever do any markets or anything? I do sometimes, actually. Yeah. I do. The, uh, thank you for asking. I totally yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> uh, the pop-up market, sometimes I do here at the downtown when they have the special markets. Sure. Not the every Saturday one. Okay. Uh, but I do the pop-up ones, like they do the Wednesdays or special ones. Or even some of these amazing ladies that are doing those girls' night out, the sure. Hispanic, that there well, a lot of people are coming into making those pop-up markets. In some of them, I do participate, and yeah. I like people to be able to come and enjoy and grab some macarons. And yeah. usually, if they call me in ahead of time, my minimum order is two dozens. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make it worth it to <laughs> Make turn it on the worth oven. It, yes, yes, and the electric bill and stuff like yes. that. But no, um, usually it's a two dozens. Mm-hmm. And if you let me know ahead of time. Usually, like most bakers, we would like to have a two-week notice minimum, if not more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's something that's present and I can squeeze it in, I'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, fantastic. Thank well, you. thank you so much, Gina. No, thank you for having me, Lisa. I appreciate <laughs> it. It was wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on the Locala podcast. Once again, we'll have all those links in the description for you. You can go ahead and read the story and see some images of um, Gina's in the magazine in our august issue and um we just hope that you'll come back next time and join us here where we focus on connections through stories thank you for joining us for another episode of the locala podcast if you enjoyed this episode please go ahead like share and download your support is truly appreciated